Welcome to the Be The Benchmark podcast. This is the podcast for strong moms raising fierce daughters, and I'm so glad you're here today. I hope you enjoy my story. It's all about how something that I never imagined myself doing has become my greatest passion. Listen in. Be the benchmark. So good to be here with you guys again today. I am publishing simultaneously on the Be The Benchmark podcast, as well as on Facebook Live. So if you are joining me live, you will notice that I kind of look a hot mess. I took a run today and uh, I just wanted to make sure that I took the opportunity to uh, come talk to you a little bit before it got too late in the evening. So I apologize for the hair. The story that I'm going to tell you about today is one of how I ended up like how I ended up living this passion that is not at all what I wanted or thought my future would look like. Uh, Growing up I was I was a very outgoing kid. I enjoyed school. I enjoyed reading. I uh, took dance lessons. I did a lot of different things and had, you know, varying levels of success with pretty much everything except athletics. So I really enjoyed life. I had friends. Uh, I was somewhat insecure the older I got, but um, that wasn't something that people from the outside looking in would have known about me. That was something that was very internal and very much my own struggle that I dealt with, but not something that I talked to people about and not something that was uh, very outwardly focused. And when it came time as far as like a teenager in high school to earn money or to do different types of jobs or different things like that, uh, <clears throat> babysitting was pretty low on my list. I, I liked kids. They were fine, but I was not in any way drawn to kids or like passionate about babies or anything like that. My younger sister, she did a ton of babysitting um, and made great money. I babysat a little bit, but they're just it just was not a passion for me. And kind of coupled with that, there was also nothing in me that was like, I can't wait to be a mom. Like I know that there's a lot of girls growing up that they think, wow, I just can't wait to have babies or I can't wait to get married and have all that. And that was just not in my DNA. That was not my jam. And it was one of those things where I thought, you know, eventually I will probably get married and have kids uh, because that's what people do. I think that's the way that I looked at it. But personally, there was nothing in it that was like a drive for me. And it just wasn't something that I felt like I was meant to be or meant to do was a, as a mother, or to, was to be a mother. That was It just wasn't anything. And what's interesting about that is teaching very much and was what I was supposed to do. I was excited about teaching. I was excited about working in education. But that's part of the reason that I uh, initially really went into secondary education. For those of you that are not familiar with the educational system in uh, the state of Illinois anyway, and across most of the United States, secondary education is sixth through 12th grade. So I went and got my certification for 6th through 12th grade because I felt like that was the point in time where teens and tweens are starting to really start to think about their future and their life and starting to mold things in a certain way. And so that was an age that I could get on board with. I was not 
uh, really interested in the primary and definitely not the little itty bitty ones. Uh, and what was interesting about it as I worked at the private school that I was at, I cannot tell you how many times I heard this phrase. And every time I heard this phrase, it just really irked me. It really got under my skin when parents would say this to me. So I worked in administration, so I dealt a lot with um, discipline issues and uh, just really higher level things as far as uh, when kids, when parents felt like kids weren't being challenged enough or when they thought it was too challenging or, you know, those types of things. So I wasn't in the classroom on the classroom level with these kids, but I was talking with parents, you know, kind of more from an eagle eye, eye view. And I would, on a regular basis, hear this statement and I, as I was talking through the problem solving strategies that we were going to use to help their child. I would hear them say this, bugged me every time. Well, you don't have your own kids, so you won't understand. Or something along those lines. Or once you have your own kids, you'll understand. And I was just like, I have spent the better part of a decade getting a degree, student teaching, developing this school, working with kids. I love these kids. And I want to do everything that's best for them. How dare you tell me that I don't understand what it's like to, you know, um, care about a kid so much that you want to see like the absolute best for them, yada, yada, yada. I just, oh, it bugged me to no degree. Then I got pregnant and then I actually literally birthed that child. And in that exact moment of that child coming out and me hearing her cry and holding her in my arms and as gross as she was, I knew they were right. In that moment, everything changed. I had not had this huge desire to be a mom. I had not um, envisioned you know, this, this great motherhood as a life for myself. That wasn't something that was on my radar. And yet the moment Adson came out and was in my arms, everything changed. And all of a sudden, I connected with all of these parents that had told me over the years, you'll understand when you have your own kid. And I didn't believe them. But all of a sudden, in that moment, I was like, oh, they are right. Every single one of them is right. Everything is different. This child, I will move mountains for this child. I will do whatever it takes. I will give my life for this kid in a way that I couldn't possibly have understood prior to having her, prior to her being in my arms, you know, it changes, it just changed my life. I don't know if it happens that way for everyone. It might, but for me, it did. And as an educator, that was mind-blowing and eye-opening. And I went back to my job after maternity leave, and I was so much more passionate about everyone's kid because all of, I under, all of a sudden I understood at a whole new level what these people were entrusting to me with their child and with their education and with their upbringing. And I just couldn't be more humbled by the fact that they trusted our teachers and me and our staff to care for their children and to educate them and to encourage them and to inspire them every single day. I was just... It was such an eye-opening thing. And after leaving the school and 
starting to develop my own thing and trying to figure out what that was, I still knew that my passion and my heart were with not only my kids, my girls who I just couldn't love more than anything in this entire world and would do, still do anything for, I couldn't love them more, but it was still with other people's kids too. I still knew that that was something that was in me, that I still needed to invest in the next generation. I still needed to pour into, I still needed to help mentor and coach these kids. And I didn't know what that was gonna look like right after I quit my job. I didn't know the exact vehicle that was gonna make that happen, be the benchmark it took you know, it took about a month and a half for me to come up with the name and kind of have a sense of the how I was going to do this. But the what and exactly the methods that I've been using have changed, you know, several times over the last four to five years. And so uh, it, it all has come about in a beautiful way. But I never would have imagined as a, especially as a high schooler, that A, I would be so passionate about being a mom, and that B, I would be so passionate about building into other people's kids and really developing that next generation. I, in high school, thought I was gonna be a high-powered accountant working for a Fortune 500, and I think if you've listened to some of my other Facebook Lives or other podcasts, you've heard that, but now I literally can't imagine my life any other way, and it's, it's what I'm meant to do, so. So that's my story today about how I went from, you know, <laughs> I don't know, just not even envisioning what it would be like to be a mom, to being like the craziest, most, over I wouldn't say crazy. I don't think I'm crazy. I think that I'm very intentional about how I'm raising my girls and I really um, want to do the very best by them to raise them to be the most amazing humans uh, that I can imagine so that they can make an impact in this world. And that's what I want to do for other girls too. So. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great night. Until we meet again, choose your thoughts, create your life, and change the world. Hey moms, thanks for listening to the Be The Benchmark podcast. Your question for today to discuss with your daughter is, what are all the things that you thought you would do as a profession growing up? So I started out as president of the United States, an orthodontist, I wanted to be an accountant. Uh, at one point I definitely wanted to be a singer on Broadway. That was a short-lived dream, uh, but it was part of my dream and my kids love hearing about that stuff and I bet your daughters would love hearing about all those uh, would have been uh, careers that you might have had had you pursued them. So that's what I'd love for you to talk about this week. If you are enjoying this podcast, feel free to share with friends. I would love to share with them my journey of Be the Benchmark and how we're helping to encourage teens to choose their thoughts, create their lives, and go out and change the world. Have a great night.